Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. KIPP, for short, brings you an exclusive look at the nature of humanity as we interface with culture and society in and out of our relationship with God. It explores the unique and contrasting position of having a biblical worldview versus a secular or societal worldview. I will explore these topics using the powerful and dynamic tools of the didactic narrative, teaching a relevant truth through storytelling, biblical exposition, teaching Bible principles, and of course, real talk. My background scans a diversity of over 35 years of work in education, government, law, ministry, business development, and consulting, respectively. Each guest speaker will bring a variety of wisdom and insight to life topics and situations that we encounter on a daily basis. So all I need you to do now as listeners is to sit back and enjoy the podcast, spread the word about KIPP, the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I will be your host, Derek L. Calhoun. That's hashtag KIP, hashtag KIP. Help me to make KIP your favorite Friday podcast. Now, let's get started. Hey, 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 KIP Nation, what's going on? It is middle, the middle of September. Can you believe it? How fast the year has written by us. We are moving at the rate of speed that uh, blows our mind because we are a few short weeks away from the holiday season. Before you know it, it'll be Thanksgiving. And before you know that, it'll be Christmas and then the new year. So uh, we're in this last quarter and we're how many of you are in it to win it? You are in it to reveal the glory of God. And I know, I know, I know, I know, I hear you. This is a tough time. Inflation is ridiculous. Uh, All of our political systems are being changed through the Supreme Court. There are lots of new laws that are being uh, enacted, uh, most of which most people do not know. So, you know, take the time to go on the Supreme Court website and make sure you are informed. But there's so many things happening right now. The world is changing around us. Uh, It is hard to get an equilibrium or to establish equilibrium. But you have to set your face to the wall like Flint and believe that God is able. And when I say he's able, that does not omit us from the equation. It simply means that he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can think and or ask according to the power that worketh within us. We have a treasure inside this earthen vessel that the glory and the power may be of God and not of us. But because we have this power working on the inside of us sealed into the day of redemption, Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Then we have the victory over the enemy when we are on proper relationship or proper order 
or proper understanding of our relationship with God, the things that release the power of God in our lives. There are certain things that release the power of God in our lives. And we have to be cognizant of that. We have to know what that is and what those powers are and what opportunities await those who love God with the whole heart, mind, and soul and are willing to partake in his suffering. There is no way, my friends, uh, my friends, that you will be able to reign with God if you do not suffer with God. So let's let's jump right into uh, today's uh, message. I wanted to talk about ownership and I, I, I want you to understand that you can own a car, a house, a boat, properties, stocks, bonds, 401ks, Roth IRAs. There's so many different things that you can own. Uh, that will give you power, but that's not what I'm quite here to talk about. I know, womp womp. Today, I really want to talk about owning the thing in this world that people do not like to own, that people do not like to take responsibility for, that people like to pretend like they don't know what you're talking about. And what I'm talking about is owning your mistakes, owning your faults, owning what the Bible declares as sin. We call it faults and mistakes, and they are. Uh, I, I believe so when we're not doing it as a practice, as a behavioral pattern, um, a conscious behavioral pattern and a conscious asserted effort to do something on a repeated to ba- on a repetitive basis, uh, might not be uh, sin. At least the kind of sin that Christians practice. Um, matter of fact, we don't even practice sin. There's a distinction between the practice of sin and the fall falling in sin, and so we have to be very careful that we do not a practice sin, and that we limit the way means that we fall in sin. However. When we do, when we sin and fall short of the glory of God, and the Bible declares quickly, click, quickly, he, quickly, the Bible declares quickly, excuse me, the Bible declares quickly that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. No one is righteous, no, not one. And if any man says he has not sinned, he is a liar. So there's nobody living amongst us. There's only one perfect one. That ever walked the earth, his name is Jesus the Christ. He's the only one who is without sin, without shame, without any reproach in his life. He was literally unscathed without sin. There was no sin in him. Uh, he was the truth, the light. And without him, no man can get to the Father. He is the bridge to the Father. His death on the cross bridge the relationship between humanity and the father his death pulled down the veil that which separated us from the love of god from the power of god from the mercy of god from the grace of god from the healing virtue of god jesus 
sits at the right hand of the Father, even today, making intercession for the saints because he loves us. And so there's only one man that could ever say that he is without sin. So when I talk about ownership, what I want you to get in your spirit is that we need to own our mistakes and own our faults in marriage. We need to own our mistakes and own our faults. It is the best way to grow a marital relationship uh, in truth uh, by telling the truth, by being honest with yourself, being honest with your spouse, and, and then being able to go forward to continue to establish the, how do you say it, the roots of covenant relationship that are required uh, in a marriage. Um, in business, we need to own it. When we make a mistake, we need to own it. You may be the CEO, CFO, CIO, uh, whatever CEO. It does not matter. Whatever C-suite position that you hold, but it's best to own our mistakes. It's, it's not to try to hide it. It's, it's, it's done. It was an error. We wouldn't do it again, but we did it. We lost our mind for a season. We made a mistake. The books are off. Something's wrong. But the, the point of the matter is that it shows a certain amount of humility when we're able, whether it be in marriage, whether it be in business, whether it be in church, in ministry, it doesn't matter whether you're the bishop or the pope or you're the minister in charge or whether you're, you know, in a lay position, if you're in uh, denominationalism and uh, you're in a laity position of person who may have power in, uh, in laity, it does not uh, dismiss us from owning our sin and, and being able to confess our sins. And um, you want to be able to confess your sins with someone who's mature enough to handle your sin. You cannot, let me say this, confess your sin down. You should confess your sin up, but you should talk to someone who is mature enough to handle your sin. Um, in a marital relationship, it should be spouse to spouse. Um, and you ought to have known each other, or you will know each other if you stay married long enough, uh, enough to know that, hey, you know, he's not perfect, she's not perfect, I'm not perfect, they're not perfect, and, you know, begin to pray each other through, walk each other through the context of that uh, act, and, you know, fix it, fix it, but own it. I want you to get that in your spirit. I need you to own it. This is a society today we talk about society and culture but people don't own mistakes people won't apologize people will be wrong as my mother used to say two left shoes and refuse to say i'm sorry refuse to say my bad if you're young my error you know just refuse to acknowledge any uh, uh alliance with the fact that they did not do something correctly or did not do it in excellence or did not do it in a way that satisfies or provides the customer with customer satisfaction. It, it doesn't make sense, but it is better for us to own it, to say I'm sorry, to make amends. How can I help you? You're in the hotel business. How can I help you? Can I give you a, a free upgrade? Can I give you a, a grapes, a charcuterie board to diet or something? It, it ought to be a way to fix error, but first by acknowledging it and then showing people 
the uh, the not I don't want to say the repercussion, but showing people how to then rebuild the relationship through giving. Uh, but it all starts with truth. It all starts with truth. And if you know God, like I know, God desires truth in the innermost parts. And he's very clear about sin and how we sin and how we mess up. He's, he's very clear. I'm going to read some scriptures today. I want to, uh, my meditation this morning was from Isaiah 64. And God is just so, so merciful and so, so graceful. I love the way he discusses Israel. And his mercy that he has in Israel. The Bible says that because of his favor, his mercy flows through Israel. And, and we need to understand that the only reason we're not all utterly destroyed is because of the grace of Almighty God. And that's something that is a part of who God is. And sin, because we were all born and shaped in iniquity, is a part of who we are. So we make mistakes. We all sin and fall short of the glory of Jesus Christ, and we need to just own it. Can you can you can you embrace that today? If you embrace truth, God will bless you. But let, let's hear how he talks to the children of Israel in Isaiah sixty-four. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to deal with um, five or six verses, maybe maybe seven, but. I want you to hear the, the language. Oh, that you would rend the heavens. This is the majesty of God that he has the power to literally rip a hole in the heavens. That he would tear the heavens. That you would come down. That the mountains might shake at your presence. That's the power of God, the mountains quake, the mountains shake when God's presence enters our atmosphere. The mountains might shake at your presence as the fire burns brushwood, as the fire causes water to boil. I love this because it kind of reminds me that our God is an all-consuming fire. To make known your name to your adversaries. God will save and restore and rebuild and retool and repurpose his people. He will not allow your adversaries to overcome you forever. The nations may tremble at your presence when you did awesome things for which we did not look you came down the nations this is these are not just christians but these are the eight million people if god was to crack the sky right now would literally tremble in his presence eight billion people tremble in his presence when you did awesome things for which we did not look you came down the mountain shook at your presence for since the beginning of the world, listen to this, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, nor has the eye seen any God besides you. So there is one God, and above him there is no other. 
So who asks for the one who waits for him? Who asks for the one who waits for him? God responds to those. You may have heard me. I do a podcast a few weeks ago. Talked about, I said, I dare you to slow down. This is part of the reason for that. Let me read this in context in one, this verse four. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, nor has the eye seen any God besides you who acts for the one who waits for him. God will move on behalf of those who wait for him. What what am I trying to say? No, not only do we own our sins, but we have to own the responsibility of waiting and learning how to wait on God to move on our behalf. We are not uh, creatures that can just do what we want to do. We have to learn that God wants to do certain things in our life for us. It was like Solomon when he was waiting in the valley with his 600 men and uh, Samuel didn't show up and um, well not Solomon it was Saul Samuel didn't show up and Saul decided that he was going to be the priest because his people were melting in fear and he said well I'll be the priest since Samuel's late bring me the stuff and I'll do everything and he stepped into a jurisdiction even though he was a king He stepped into the jurisdiction of a priest and did not have authority. Sometimes we move in front of God. And when we move in front of God, we do not get what we want to get because we lack authority in that area. We have to wait on the Lord. Sometimes waiting on the Lord is like like getting a warrant from a judge that now gives you the right to execute a search and seizure in someone's home when you have a warrant only. And so there's certain things that God have promised us that we have access to, but we have to wait on the Lord for God to fix things the way he wants them fixed and aligned. So then you'll be able to get the things that you want to get. But here is the caveat. It's all about patience. I said it before. I dare you to wait. Wait, I say unto the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say unto the Lord, wait on your children to become the children of God that you've called them to be. Wait on the Lord to do some of the things, business deals. You don't have to rush into a business deal. You have to wait and make sure the timing is right. Make sure God's hand and resolve have been placed on the meeting so that you will have good success. Wait, why didn't they just attack uh, Jericho? Why six days? Because we have to wait. Why didn't God just build the earth in a millisecond? Because he was teaching us to wait. Why did Jesus wait 30 years before he revealed himself? Because again, God teaches us to wait. We have to wait on his perfected timing in order to be blessed the way we want to be blessed. But before you get blessed, you've got to own your shortcomings. Own it. Watch this. I'm going to close here. You meet him who rejoices and does righteousness, 
who remembers you in your ways. You are indeed angry, for we have sinned. In these ways we continue, and we need to be saved. But we are all like an unclean thing, and all of our righteousness are like filthy rags. We fade as a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away. And there is no one who calls on your name, who stirs himself up to take hold of you. For you have hidden your face from us, and have consumed us because of our iniquities. This same God that will bless you if you wait on him will also deal with you if you continue to walk in sin and pretend like you don't know what's going on. So make a difference in your life today. Own your sin. Confess your faults one to another. Ask God to forgive you. And then learn the, to practice the art of waiting on God for whatever God spoke to you, whether it be prophetically or pastorally, whatever he spoke, it shall come to pass. Just wait on the Lord. And when I say wait, I'm not saying just sit still. You have to continue to do the work of the Lord. But if you do the work of the Lord, stand steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the will of God, God will come when you least expect it. Because he comes to those who wait for him, for him and he acts on their behalf. You've been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. There's so much more that we could talk about today, but I'm going to call it quits right here. I love you guys. Don't forget to pick up my book, new book just released in the month of June, um, Pressing to the Power, Journey to Health and Healing, a Journey to Health and Breakthrough, Healing and Breakthrough. And uh, it can be uh, purchased at Barnes & Noble. You can purchase it on Christian Book Distributors. You can purchase it, purchase it at Amazon. And after you've read it, do me a sincere favor. Write a view one of those venues or whatever venue you may purchase the book from i love you guys i really really appreciate you and as always make sure you go and influence the nations god bless have a great week